Hey, it's Elisa here, and I'm so excited to be bringing you these bonus special episodes, which are the recordings from my very, very recent just hot off the press three-part series called the Offer Messaging Makeover. And the best part is that you get to binge or listen to these very exclusive episodes over the next few days while they are up on the podcast, which means that you not only get to create a bigger, better, and deeper connection with your audience, but you also get to make over your messaging too. And if you are anything like me and my clients, then you know that the true joy, the true messaging magic comes from your offer. And this series is all about helping you bibbity bobbity boo your offer with me. So without further ado, here is the replay of the very exclusive three-part series. Let's roll the episodes and I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Offer Messaging Makeover, where we are going to boppity boppity boop your offer. Isn't that exciting? I am just gonna check that I'm live in the right place because I am seeing no eyeballs. So let's just check it out that I am in the right place. Say hello in the comments if you're here with me. Um, it would be great if you could also click on the Ecamm link inside of the description so I can see who is actually commenting. Okay, phew, I'm seeing people come on. <laughs> I was like, there is no one here. <laughs> Did we miss my little wand action? Ooh. Hi, hello, 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 come on in. Come on in, I hope you got your coffee ready. I hope you've got your workbook ready. I hope we can all see me. Can you hear me? Just give me your favorite emoji inside of the chat. Um, and at this point, I love to set an intention. So the emoji that I want to see from you is how you want the next three days to go. I want you to give me the emoji that is going to encompass the fire that is your offer. It's going to encompass how much fun and energy we're going to have over the next few days together. I'm so excited. So... A few housekeeping things, right? I've got my wand. I have got my workbook. Can we please, ladies in the chat, drop in the workbook link? This is your guide to basically everything that we're gonna cover together. So this is your like little messaging Bible, if you like. And you will be able to see on page, doo -doo -doo, on page 12, this is the goal, okay? So this is what we're going to be working on together. Hello, hello ladies, thank you so much. Okay, I'm seeing people, come, come on in. I'm seeing dance, this is my favorite emoji, like the dancing woman, yes. The dancing woman, the magic, the party hat. So everyone who's jumping on, I'm wanting to see an emoji of what we want our offer to feel like after the end of this series could be so good. I love, I love, love the encompassing spirit of it. So your workbook. Inside of the workbook, you have a black and white version for printing. So there is like a fancy version that is fillable right there in the chat. Or if you want to print it off, there's a black and white version too. Super important that you have it because it's going to be your guide and your map. Um, that is, what's the word for it? Housekeeping rule number one. Housekeeping rule number two is that all questions are allowed, welcomed, and encouraged. There is, there is no such thing as a stupid question as far as I'm concerned. So if you think it's too simple or too high tech or something that is super obvious but isn't obvious to you, please feel free to ask me questions throughout this process. I only really ever do these trainings once every so often, once every like three, four, six months. And I want to use this time to help you really actually achieve something in this series. So there are no such thing as stupid questions. Use your workbook and let's have fun. Like I think a lot of the time when we work on our messaging, on our copywriting, on our you know business, it can feel like a dream. But if you're anything like me, then you've probably started your business to have more freedom, more money, more, you know, all of those beautiful fun, fun things that we want, right? Like the laptop lifestyle. And I want this series to be fun and I want it to 
you know, really get you excited about what you're selling. Because when you're excited, your audience is excited. When you are vibing with your marketing, your audience is vibing with your marketing. Am I right? Type in a Y if you agree with me. Yay, nay? Okay, at this point, I think it's super important. I'm seeing a magic wand. That is my second favorite emoji after the dancing lady. Um, at this point, I know that we have loads and loads of people signed up who are totally new to me. You don't know who I am. I'm seeing some returning faces, which is always great. But for the sake of the people who don't know me, I'm going to do like my little 30 second elevator pitch really quickly so that you know who you're actually learning from. So if we have never met before, hello, my name is Elisa Kay and I'm a Ukrainian born business strategist and I have had many different internet lives in my time, but my first ever business was a tutoring agency in London and I used to teach kids how to get into top schools around the country. So I used to be what they call a super tutor. And if you wanna see some like really cool interviews, Google like UK super tutor and some of those anonymous interviews are me. <laughs> Hi, welcome, welcome. Um, so that was my first business. And the genesis of this business was me basically of trying to figure out how to get my offline agency online. And I burnt out, I completely, I was like in this cycle of just absolute hell. And I was just trying to get my business online, which is how I started copywriting. And I fell in love with marketing and messaging. And I really sort of found my passion zone. So essentially you're learning from someone who has had an offline business, who's had a marketing agency in the past and who then transitioned into business coaching, consulting, and all of the sexy things that I do now. Um, but I want to know in the comments who you are and what do you do? So now is the time to meet and greet. I want you to make friends. I want you to network. I want you to use this group to build the tribe. Because if there is one thing that I've learned through my business is through doing things like these, like the trainings and making those connections and networking and creating your own little community, that's how your business grows, right? And we want to create those connections and ask for feedback and really use the space. Because I know that there are so many cool, incredible people in, in this in this series, right? We've got website designers, we've got specialists from like nurses to people who are in business and marketing things to photographers to other, other things, right? I'm seeing a VA and OBM. I want to see who you are in the comments because this is a really fun place for you to network and a fun place for you guys to under start to understand like and ask for feedback. I'm going to be getting you to actually do some work in this series. This is not like one of those things where you just passively sit back and, you know, I tell you about what freedom means to me and like how to achieve the, the seaside lifestyle. Because by the way, I live by the sea. That's why I, I always joke around like the life of the, of the laptop coach. Because really, I am like the laptop coach. <laughs> I'm like that person who spends all, t all the time at the beach. Um, okay, so I'm seeing really cool people. I'm seeing VAs. I'm seeing nutritional therapists. I'm seeing spiritual life coaches, minimalist business mentor. Love it. Energy healers. So we've got a real, you know, mixed bag of people. And this means that you guys, when you do your offers and you post them in the group, you get to all ask each other for feedback. And be honest, right? This is a safe space. We don't want to obviously be dicks, but we want to be honest and open and coachable, right? That's what I want to ask of you as we move through this process. Who's up for that? Who's up for creating the most sexy, magnetic, incredible offer ever? Because that's what we're here for. We are here to totally and utterly make over your offer so that the people who love you, the people who follow you online, the people who don't even know that you exist yet, immediately fall in love with you. That's what we want. We want people to get so excited when they see your marketing that they're like, oh my God, I want it. I want whatever it is that she's selling, right? I want that offer. I want the coaching. I want the things. I want the, like, I want your people to become obsessed with you. Not in like a stalking way, but in a oh my God, I have been looking for her all my life, right? And that is what I want for you. And the way that we do that is through magnetic offers, okay? So the way that we do that is through messaging, is through your copywriting, and is through whatever it is that you're selling. So here is my promise to you, okay? Over the next three days, I get that you're busy. I get that you have other things to do. I guess I get that you are probably like me and you have a family and you have a full life. So I want to give you a promise 
as we go through this series together. I've asked you to put aside three days and three days of your attention, right? And if you have time to go back and rewatch these videos, I would highly recommend it. But for the three days, right? And if you can make it live, then more power to you because you're gonna be here in this energy and you're gonna be in like the magic. Hi, Angel, welcome. Okay, so here is the promise. By the end of these three days, you're going to know and you're going to craft your own magnetic offer. I'm gonna take you through the six levers of every single magnetic offer that I have designed with my multiple six and seven figure entrepreneurs. And I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do to make over your offer so that your people become obsessed with you in the most amazing, insane way possible, okay? And what I want from you over these next three days is number one, I want you to show up and play full out. And number two, I want you to just be open to feedback because I know that sometimes it can feel like our business is our baby. Sometimes it can feel like these things that we've designed, we're so attached to them, right? And I want you to just let go of all those expectations. I want you to let go of all of the plans, all of the, all of the you know, mind maps that you might have done up to this point and come to me with a blank slate, right? Because we're gonna build up on all of those great ideas but I also want you to essentially come fresh, right? And free of any expectations. So, who's ready? Who's ready to get started? I'm loving all of these things. I'm loving seeing how many different people we've got in here. Oh, love it. Okay, so why offers? I hear you ask, I hear you from the other side of the screen. Why, why offers? Well, look, Back in, I wanna say 2015, some of you guys might have heard the story, but some of you haven't. I went to Bali and when I went to Bali, I worked 24 hours on the plane and I had this agency, it was really successful. And, but I was just working myself literally to the bone to the point where I was hospitalized. I had this like horrific face infection. Who's been through burnout? Raise your hand. Let me know that I'm not alone here. Like it really was horrific. I was genuinely like running myself to the ground to achieve some form of financial success, to achieve some form of financial like status, to essentially just, I don't know, make money. And I hated the business. Don't get me wrong, I love teaching. It's one of my definite passions, but I hated the fact that I was going, you know, on these holidays with my VIP exclusive clients and I wasn't actually going on holiday. I was teaching or I was babysitting or I was doing something else. And it really, you know, it was really hard to give up something that was making you a lot of money. And I think a lot of us get into the cycle where we're doing something that works and we're doing something that we know isn't good for us and we're trying to make a difference, right? So fast forward to, I closed that business, I was hospitalized, I was like, I really don't wanna do this anymore, like I'm done, blah, 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 blah. And I decided I wanna take this business online. I was like, I have gay bones, I, you know, I can figure this thing out. So I joined a mastermind. And within this mastermind, the whole idea was to create a funnel. Hands up if we know what a funnel is. Do, you, do we know what a funnel is or do you not know? Let me know in the comments. Um, but the, the whole idea was that you're creating like an online marketing system that gets you leads and sales every day. And I came with my offer. I was like, I have my offer, it works. I know what it is, it's gonna be great. And I realized through doing the offer work for that specific business that while the offer worked and it was making me money, I hated it. I was like, I don't wanna do this for the next 10 years of my life. I don't wanna do this for the next three years of my life. Like excuse my language, but fuck that bullshit. I don't want to do it. And why am I building this thing basically from scratch, right? Because I had the offline business that was thriving, but the online business was completely new and completely separate. And within this mastermind, I was burnt out and frankly, like living off my savings account. And within the mastermind, I started like helping the other women in there. So they'd be like, hey, like I've you know written this ad. Could someone help me? And I essentially, the genesis of my business, of this business, was me in this mastermind just being like a good human and helping the people in that Facebook group. Being like, hmm, I don't think you wanna say that. And, you know, maybe change this headline to this. And in the end, the women that I was helping in the Facebook group were like, are you a copywriter? Like, what's going on here? And while admittedly, I did have like a writing background, I've got an MA in writing and, you know, I, obviously did all of my marketing for my first business. 
no worries, can't come back, I'll see you later. Um, obviously, right, the, I had a little bit of copywriting background, but I really learned everything from scratch. Like I didn't know anything about funnels. I didn't know anything about like this marketing thing. I had to, I had to figure, figure things out. And the reason I'm giving you this backstory is because I think it's really important to understand that no matter what type of background you have, while it might help you shortcut some things, like the online space is just different. And the way that we create offers in the online space is different. It's not like when I had my tutoring agency and I'd just be like, hey, do you want this result? Great, I'm your girl, right? It's not that. Marketing online is so, so different. So when I started this business, this you know copywriting agency with the view of creating courses and maybe doing consulting and, and then later on coaching when I actually found out what coaching was, by the way, that's a whole other story. I ended up creating so many offers. Oh my God. In the first year, I think, or in the first few months, I created four products. The first was for a Black Friday. It was like an about me workshop. Then I created something around uh, homepages. Then I created something around funnels. Then I created something around niching. Then I created something around Facebook groups because I grew my Facebook group from like zero to 400 people in, in like a few weeks. So people kept asking me like, can you teach me about Facebook groups? Then I created something around Facebook groups. Then I created something around messaging again. Then I went back and created something around launching. So the point being is that in that first like year and a half, I created so many offers and I was just on this hamster wheel of creating the offer over and over and over again without actually thinking through like, what is it that I'm doing and why is it not working? Because while all of those offers are great, like they did the thing that they promised to do, the business wasn't growing. So therefore there was something wrong, right? And broken. Who's been here, right? Who Who is a little bit like me and has created so many different things that you're probably giving your audience whiplash. Your audience is like, oh my God, what's she selling now, right? Because that was definitely my story. And, you know, sometimes clients come to me and they have no offer. They're just sort of being very vague and they're like, well, I do this thing and it's sort of this, you know, something to do with freedom and something to do with transformation. And we maybe do something around, around this bit, right? That's one camp. But I was definitely in the camp of just trying to create something and trying to relaunch it and trying to figure out why it's not working. I was so frustrated and I was so angry because I was like, well, why is this not working? Why am I not getting to my client goal? Why is it that I feel like I'm starting from scratch over and over and over again? And therefore like my content felt like, like it was sluggish. It wasn't consistent. Like I was like, okay, email list. What, what do I do with this email list, right? Why are these people here? Well, are they here for the niching thing? Are they here for the funnel thing? Are they here for this thing, right? Or are they here just to watch me grow, right? And it felt like no matter what I, no matter what I was doing, something was broken. And the aha moment that I had was, actually it was this live event. It was, it's very much like this, right? And it was someone talking, I don't even remember this lady's name, but she goes, I want you to focus on the power of one. And I was like, ooh, that sounds sexy. What a good marketing message. And it sort of stuck with me. Like, what if you could focus on one thing and you could grow that one thing? What would your life be then? Like, how, how could your life be different if you focused on building one bridge? And I was like, huh, maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Maybe that's why I'm stuck, that I'm trying to sell too many things at once. Maybe my people are confused because I'm confused about what I'm selling. And that's where I realized that my offer was the number one thing. Like all roads need to lead back to this one core offer because then my life is easier. And don't get me wrong, I understand that we're all multi-passionate. I just ask my COO, she'll tell you that I have like a thousand and one ideas every single day and she's got like whiplash, right? Because I'm like, maybe we can do this and maybe we can do that and like our people need this and our people need that. But the reality is, is that in order to be congruent and consistent with your marketing, you would make your life so much easier if you focused on one thing at a time. So it's not that you need to niche your business, is that you need to niche your offer. 
And when people talk about niching specifically, and they talk about, you know, how to make your business more successful, blah, 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 like focus on one client, blah, 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 that's what they mean, is that it's easier for you to consistently show up and talk to one person than to try and consistently show up and talk to 20 people. So don't get me wrong, like there is a whole system and a whole, um, what's the word for it? There's a whole like spider web of marketing that you could create around 20 different offers. But if people don't know you as the go-to person for one thing, if people don't know what is it that you stand for and what is it that you stand against, is it any wonder that they're not coming to you? Is it any wonder that your marketing isn't magnetic if it's all over the shop? Because they might be signing up to your email list for, let's say, I'm going to use a niche over here. Um, bah, bah, bah. Let's say that you're a relationship strategist and mentor. Let's say that they're coming up for you um, and they're signing up to talk about, I don't know, how to get their ex back. We, know, we don't ever want the ex back, by the way, but like as a, as a general rule, but let's say that that's what they're coming to you for, right? They're signing up for this one thing and then you're talking about relationships with, with their mother, right? So they sign up for the relationship building tips to get back with the ex and then you start talking about boundaries with the mother, right? In your ideal person's mind, those two things aren't connected. They might be connected, they might be interchanged, but that's where people lose right? That's where you lose people. No exes, right? Exactly. No exes ever. <laughs> Blanket rule. <laughs> I am never the person who is like friends with the ex. No, <laughs> like bye-bye, be gone, right? So for me, that was the aha moment when I sat down and I realized that of course people are confused. Of course people aren't like excited, right? Whenever something new comes out because I haven't built anything, right? And they say, if you build it, they will come. But if you've been building this business and no one is coming, red flag alert, it's probably because they don't know what you're building. And if you're confused about your offer and they're confused about the offer, guess what? If you confuse, you lose. So that's where I realized that the offer is like the number one thing that you need to focus on. The offer is by far the most important thing that you need to nail down and decide and look. The thing that I ask all my clients and all the SEAS on here will tell you, right? All my soulmate client accelerator peeps are going to tell you in, in this, in the chat that what I ask of them is to focus on one thing for six months, focus on building this thing for six months and see how it works. Right. And you might be sat at home thinking, you know what? Six months is a really long time, but is it like, really, can you not focus on, on selling one thing over the next six months period? Because if you can't, then like red flag alert, the offer isn't strong enough or you're not excited enough about it. So does that make sense? Type in a why if it does. I wanna see, I wanna see some whys. All I'm seeing right now are no X's. BT Tops, I actually don't know who's on here. So if you could take a moment and like, t and click the Ecamm live link inside of the description so I can see who you actually are. Yes, okay, I'm seeing whys. I'm seeing whys all around. So here's what we're gonna do. That basically, my loves, is why I think the offer is the, the thing that we need, the thing that we need to nail, the thing that we can't afford not to do, okay? And I wanna share with you the workbook, because here's the fun part. I love a good resource, I love a good workbook. Like, can we just agree that good workbooks like make my heart sing? Do they make your heart sing? That's why I spend so much time like making sure that this is the best workbook you'll ever have. Um, one thing I want to flag actually is that we are doing a bingo contest. I love a bingo contest. Oh my God, the, any chance to win. I am so competitive. Um, so if you are watching this, I would say you want to put in a hashtag offer glow up into this video so that you automatically cross off a square. So the bingo contest is if you do all of these things, all of these nine things, super easy. It's like showing up to do uh, to do either the replay or uh, coming here live, obviously preferable. Um, subscribing, you know, follow me on Instagram, things like this. If you complete this matrix, you get the chance to win my visibility power up bundle. That has like my favorite mic, it has my favorite uh, ring light, it has my favorite tripod, it has my favorite a workshop in there as well. So you wanna get in on the action. This is page 11. The reason I'm pointing this out is because we are going to be working through 
page 13 today. So please grab your workbooks, grab your workbook and open it to page 13 because the next thing we're going to discuss is what actually makes business owners successful. Okay. And I'm going to fill this out with you as we go through because 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 it's good <laughs> i want to do it with you so the three things are we ready with the workbook give me a, an emoji or something so i know also can we just for a second like be really girly and appreciate the fact that my first of all i got this really jazzy like top for this occasion and my straw matches it and it was completely accidental but i sort of love it Ah, thank you for dropping the workbook. Um, hmm. Okay, so what are the three things that successful business owners do differently? I think it's this, okay? I think that number one, they own their past experience, right? And this is what I realized is that, that there was something that I was doing in my first business that was super successful. And for me, that is like the marketing and the sales of it. I knew who my ideal client was. I knew what she thought about. I knew what she dreamed about. I knew who her kids were. I knew like where she shopped. I got really into my ideal client. Um, and I realized that being in that luxury space made me an expert in not only copywriting and identifying who the ideal client was, because by the way, like I'm not from some rich family and my parents never got me tutors when I was, you know, watching pink, thank you. Um, I, my parents never got me tutors. So I, it was a completely new space that I sort of found myself in. Ditto to like the copywriting and the funnel space. So I knew for a fact that, you know, owning my past experience and bringing that into this business was gonna be really, really important. And I see so many interesting people. Like I just did this podcast interview with one of my favorite clients of all time. Her name's Jewel. Um, I'm sorry, Jewel. I don't know whether Jewel's on here. I say hi, Jewel, if you are. But I loved working with Jewel because she had all this like military experience and it was really fascinating. And like, we've got another interview coming out on Monday with another one of my favorite clients called Carol and she helped her husband build this like business to seven figures, right? And I think we all have these different backstories that are so fascinating and interesting. And when we go online, we just say, oh, well, I'm a transformational coach or oh, I'm a relationship person, right? And we don't bring any of that experience to the forefront. And I think your offer is different because you are the offer, right? You are the vibe. So the number one thing that they do differently is definitely own who they are offline. You're not just the certification. You're not just the, you know, culmination of all the courses that you've taken. You are more than that. And I want you to own it. So that's number one. So they own their past experience. They love to use repeatable processes. Oh my God. Okay, so processes saved my life. I want you to close your eyes and imagine me on that plane as I'm going to Bali. The reason I was working all the time was because my business didn't have any processes. Like I knew I had to do these things, but I didn't know how. I didn't know like how to write a newsletter. I didn't know how to structure my homepage. I didn't know how to, I don't know, even like close a sale to the point where I'd be on these sales calls for like two hours with people forever. <laughs> like who wants to be on a sale call for two hours? Ugh, can you imagine? terrible but that was genuinely me and I think you know successful business owners when they when they understand that processes need to be at the heart of your business because guess what when people pay you they pay attention and that's where your magic comes in but if you don't have a process to underpin that you're forever going to be overwhelmed stressed and burnt out so processes yes Karen processes for the win love a process so they love to use their processes to support their content creation because here is again another thing Content is king. Content is the thing that is going to fuel your marketing. Content is the thing that is going to make you essentially magnetic. And we're going to get into the bath fizzer analogy in a second. Um, yes, my processes are magic. Love, love a process. But here's the thing. If there are no processes underpinning your content creation, you're forever going to be frustrated you're forever going to be saying things like well i just have the blank page blues i don't know what to post today and how can we ever expect people to buy from us if there is no like bingeable journey if there is no content and evidence that you are as good as you say you are that you are as transformational as you say you are right 
that's why we have things like podcasts and we have things like Facebook groups and we have things like events to, sh to show people how incredible your stuff is, right? So we want to have a process for delivering it all. We don't want to just go live and hope for the best, right? And again, like that was what I was doing at the beginning of my business, just going live and talking to the people. And it was great practice for going live, but it wasn't very effective in terms of like getting the people that I wanted to get. Yeah, bingeable journey. Oh, you're gonna love next week, Karen. And because I'm all about being bingeable. In fact, like this is the thing, and this is the thing that I realized that I really want everyone here to just really feel and get that I want everyone's content to be so good that it's like a season of Bridgerton. Okay, shout out to Bridgerton. Has anyone watched Bridgerton here? Because I am obsessed to the point where my partner took me to this Bridgerton event, and I wore like this pink taffeta gown and we pretended that we were in like the queen's court and we were trying to like be the belle of the ball and it was so much fun but i want you to imagine that you are the newest season right so when an ideal client finds you that you are so good your content is so magnetic that people just can't wait to devour it so whether excuse me whether it's like the you know the newest murder documentary on Netflix, whether that's your vibe, whether it's Bridgerton, I want you to be bingeable. And the way that we create that is through processes. The way that we create that is through the understanding of how that journey is with your offer. Because the DNA of being magnetic is not you showing up and channeling spirit or channeling your whatever inner thoughts and nothing wrong with channeling BT dubs, but it doesn't for a su successful and sustainable business strategy make if it's not in a container, right? So what we wanna do is we wanna create a process for everything that you do so that you can then essentially start to make your business scalable. That's a whole other conversation. Okay, so are we with me? I'm loving the fact that there are Bridgerton fans here. Love it. What makes successful business owners successful? Number one, they own their past experience. We want you to own who you are. They love to use repeatable processes, processes for the win, always, to support their content creation because content is king, yes? And last but definitely not least, and this is like a bonus one, is that they are not afraid to be loud about any of these things. They're not afraid to be loud about how freaking awesome they are. They're not afraid to go on live and be like, I am the queen of this, okay? And... Essentially, they're not afraid to own wanting to be magnetic because how many of us sit in our, you know, home office and think to ourselves, well, who would ever actually listen to me? Who, you know, what makes me an authority? Am I really, you know, good enough in this area? Or maybe I just need to get another certification or 10 to be qualified to speak on this thing. And I promise you that your ideal soulmate people don't care whether you have a certification or not. They don't care whether or not, you know, you have taken the latest and greatest course. What they care about is understanding, can this person help me? And, right, your job is to make it clear in your content that you can. And that's the magic. The magic is that, you know, as much as I love education and I wholeheartedly believe that education is like number one, you don't need to know all of the things. In fact, in my experience, the more you know, the less confident you are in marketing it to actually own, right, your marketing, to actually get those ideal soulmate people to pay attention to you. So I want you to not afraid to be loud. I want you to take up space and I want you to use your offer as the means to do that. Because, you know, there are 101 different coaches and consultants and service providers out there, but there's only one of you. And I think that's the most insane, incredible thing. The people what you, what you have to offer and your take on things, right? So let's look at the cycle that most people are in. So if we turn to page, I have lost the page, page 14. Whatever page 14 is, where is my page 14? Let me know when you're on page 14, please and thank you. We are going actually. I know, I know. Page 14, blue. Type in a Y if you're on page 14, please and thank you. 
because I want to share with you the offer spiral. This is what I see most people do. And, you know, it's not necessarily your fault if you have been in the spiral, as I have described, as have I. But that is ultimately what I think keeps most hidden experts stuck and not magnetic. So what happens is they decide on the offer. They're like, you know what, Elisa, I'm going to sell this thing. And then what happens is they try to sell it. And then guess what? No one wants it. No one wants to buy it. So they give up and they don't get their sales. So what they, do they do? Instead of looking at the offer, instead of looking at why it didn't sell, they decide on a new offer and then they try and sell it. And then again, no one wants it. So they decide on a new offer. So then it comes essentially in this spiral of, well, it's not working. So, you know, I don't know whether we can see it. Am I mirrored? Probably, probably am mirrored. So decide an offer, try to sell it, don't get enough sales. And it's a loop, right? And what we wanna do is actually look at, well, what does an offer actually do and what does it need to be to become magnetic? And why is it that when we decide on an offer and try and sell it, people aren't flocking to us? What is it that keeps people from actually saying, heck yes, I want it? Does that make sense? Type in, give me a one if it does, because I'm seeing also whys, but I'm not seeing a lot of ones. So what we wanna do is instead of focusing on the offer at the forefront, right? So I might say to myself, you know what, Elisa, what I want to do is I want to sell a course on how to cut beautiful flowers. You don't know anything about flowers? So that's probably a terrible example, but stay with me here, right? And I go on Facebook tomorrow and I say to the people, I say, hey, Kate, want to buy my offer, like my flower course, right? And is it any wonder that it's not magnetic? Because Kate doesn't know that I'm an expert in flowers. Kate doesn't know, that, you know, what takes it, what takes a great florist to make a beautiful bouquet, right? And I think that's a lot of what we do is we sit in our offices, we decide what we think might people might have or what, what people might want to buy. And then we go off and try and sell it. And we don't want to do that. What we want to do is we want to think about our offer like a bath fizzer. Stay with me here. This is the most beautiful analogy I have ever come up with. I was so excited when it came to me, okay? So, who loves a bath here? Tell me I'm not the only one. I spend at least half of my week in a bath, okay? So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna boppity boppity poo your offer by using the bath fizzer method. And here is how we're gonna do it. So I want you to start thinking about it like this. Your offer is in the middle, okay? Here is your offer. And then on a layer around your offer, what we're going to do is put in a nurture mechanism. I'm gonna to explain to you what the, all of these things mean in a second. And BT Dubs, if you wanna take notes, there is a whole like notes section, two pages on. So page uh, 15, 16, flip, okay? So step one, your offer. We're gonna look at the offer. Then what we wanna do in terms of becoming magnetic is we're going to put in a nurture mechanism in place, okay? Then we're going to take another step outwards from the, from the circle, excuse me, and we're going to put your lead generation mechanism in there. Because again, we need, don't just need to nurture the people, we need to put the lead generation mechanism in place. Then we're going to take another step outwards and we're going to put the lead generation messaging in place, okay? And then we're going to take another step outwards and we're going to put your overarching brand messaging in place, okay? So I know I just went through that really, really fast. Let's take it a step back. If we start from the outside looking in, so if we start from the baby blue here, up, 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 following, are we following me? Please say yes in the comments if you are. Here is your overarching brand messaging. It's your vibe. So think about it like this. It's not only like what your website looks, but it's also your tagline. It's also what do you stand for and what do you stand against? So for example, we stand for fun. You know, and one of my favorite things to say is fall in love with your business again, because for the longest time I spent time hating my business. So the overarching brand messaging 
might be, you know, fun, freedom, blah, 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 all of those like really generic things that generally we stand for as business owners, okay? For you, it might be something completely different, by the way. But the, the outward circle is sort of like the vibe, right? So if, for example, I was really into like hardcore hustle, work until your eyeballs bleed, you know, do all the things, do all the do's, you probably wouldn't be here. That's not really the vibe, right? That's what I mean by outward messaging. So overarching brand messaging goes on the outside. Then if we take it a step in inwards, right? The next step down, we have your lead generation messaging. This is where we get people to essentially start to become curious about who you are and what you do. So this is, again, nothing to do with your offer, by the way, right? Your offer is like 20 steps inwards. So what we want to do is essentially talk about with your lead generation messaging, become a bit more specific. So this is where you niche your offer, not the business. The business might be about freedom and unicorns and rainbows, but your lead generation messaging might be about something specific. So if we go to the relationship coach example, it's the, I want to get back in touch with my ex, right? Again, we never want to get back in touch with the ex, but like, that's the example. Or if you're a photographer, for example, here is where you start thinking about, okay, well, do I want to do like boudoir or do I want to do portraits or do I want to do weddings, right? So your lead generation messaging, again, not your mechanism, the messaging, the words, the copy, the vibe, the aesthetic that you're starting to do, that's where you start to mold and shape, okay? Then a layer deeper into that is your lead generation mechanism. So, ha, huh, you think that people are going to just want to sign up for your biggest package? No. Your lead generation mechanism, the, the way that you get leads through the door, that's the becoming bingeable part. That's where your content starts to show people that not only are you branded in the right way, not only are you magnetic through the copy and the words that you use, but also that you're, you have something to to give them something of value, something sexy. So then, right, you have that, the lead generation messaging in place, you have the mechanism that captures those leads. And here is where you decide how you want to do that. Is it a launch? Is it um, a funnel? Is it a webinar? Is it a, a sales call? What's like the, the lead generation mechanism that you're using? Because you're going to have to message that throughout. Like you're going to have to work out well, what are the touch points that I need to feel, see, hear, you know, touch, etc., from my people so that they know that I'm magnetic? It's not just a here is the offer. You actually have to present it in the right way. And we don't want to teach the people. Otherwise, why are they paying you, right? We want to show them that you are the expert. So this is where like the show don't tell comes in, right? You don't want to just give them educational content and hope that they pick you. That's overwhelming people. You want to show them that you are the person that they need to take them to the next step. So that's where you have the lead generation mechanism. And then when the people become your leads, that's where you nurture them. Your nurture mechanism, and this is the thing, the blind spot that I see so many people miss. The nurture mechanism is how you actually stay in touch with them. How are you actually behaving with them in your world? And only then, once you've had the nurture mechanism in place, right, once they've, you can see and they can hear and they can feel who you are and what you do, and they're like, I'm a super fan for life, only then are they ready to, to essentially feel and experience your offer. So when they go through all of the layers, right, and they go down and the, you know, the way that I think about it is last Christmas, I got these uh, Harry Potter bath fizzers and inside they had these like little charms depending on which house you are in. And that's how I look at the offer. The offer is the charm inside. The offer is the, the thing that they ultimately end up wanting. So all roads lead back to the offer. You're doing a live video, it needs to connect to whatever it is that you're selling. You're creating, you know, your Instagram highlights, they need to connect to whatever it is that you're selling. You're creating your broader spectrum messaging, does it connect to the offer that you're selling, right? And as they get closer and closer, they essentially become warmer and warmer because not only do they then resonate, they resonate with your brand messaging. They resonate with your lead generation. They resonate with your lead generation mechanism. You're like, you're showing them exactly why they need the thing that you're selling, right? And then not only are they in your nurture system, 
so by the time they get to the offer, of course, they're like, oh my God, Karen is the woman that I need because this is what I've been waiting for this whole time. So it's not like you want to just show up and, and tell the people, hey, I have this thing to sell. You want to show the people why and what do they need to get the transformation. So it becomes less about selling the container itself and more about selling the identity. So more about selling who is it that they become when they work with you? Who is it that they get to be when they work with you? And the way that we do that is through not, thank you so much, is through not, you know, focusing just on whatever the, the offer is, but through peeling away the layers and understanding that when someone finds us online, they need a whole strategy and a whole like user journey to get to what it is that we want. So if we are expecting people to just find our website and buy from us, guess what? That's why it's not working. Because people don't, you know, you're not Amazon, right? People are not searching for a specific thing. So you want to take people on a journey and you want to take people through the system, right? You want to take people through the, the, the essentially the bath fizzer, right? through the layers so that your offer becomes irresistible. And that's how we become magnetic, through understanding that we need a different message at each stage of the bath visit process. And that people, when they find us, need something, you know, they need to hear something different from the top to the bottom or wherever it is that they end up. Does that make sense? Yes, I'm seeing yes, I'm seeing great analogy. Thanks so much. Excellente. So then what happens is, right? What we want to then focus on is, well, if we can start to make our offer irresistible, if we want to make our offer so good that people can't wait to buy it, we just first figure it out, right? And I think so many people think about the offer of like, how many calls do I get? How many, you know, what's, do I have Voxer access or do I not? You know, is there a Facebook group? <laughs> That's not your offer. Your offer is absolutely none of those things. Your offer is where do people start and where do they end up? What is the transformation, the specific and tangible? This is what people say when, or when I say, right? Well, people, when I say, don't talk about freedom in your copy, is because what are they coming free from? What are the people actually transforming into? You know, so you might say, well, I, I'm a relationship coach and I help people become happier, but Becoming happier doesn't really mean anything. Or you might say, well, I help people take beautiful photographs, but why? Or I help people create a website. For what reason, right? So that's the transformation, is we want to figure out, well, where do we start and where do we end up? And the questions that I have for you in terms of like journaling, and I think journaling, journaling is one of my favorite tools and one of the favorite things that I love to use to get clarity. The first thing I want you to get clear on is... Number one, what are you actually selling right now? So I've spoken to a few of you guys in the DMs. I've, you know, done a few reviews of your offer, which BT dubs, if you want me to look at your offer, I'll reply to your welcome email with the link and I'll, I'll get back to you ASAP. But what I want to see, right, is you do this work, right? I want you to essentially figure out what has brought you to the offer that you're selling. Are you selling the thing that you actually want to sell? Because if you're a little bit like me at that beginning journey, then maybe you're not even focusing on the right thing. Maybe you're not even focusing on the thing that sets your soul alive. And if we're going to work with the premise that all roads lead back to your offer, is it the right one? That's the question that I want you to get really clear on today. So number one, what has brought you to the offer that you're selling? Why did you choose the price that you've chosen? What's the price of your offer, right? And what's holding you back to elevating your offer? What's holding you back to charging more? Because ultimately, what we want to do is make sure that the offer that we've chosen is not only something that we love to do, to sell, but also creates that freedom, the ability to then, you know, scale. Because ultimately, that's what we all want. We want to be freer. We want to make more money. We want to be happier. We want to have more free time back. So that's question number one. It's question number three on page 15. And I really, really would encourage you to 
go away and do that as homework because it's going to make your life so much better. And then question number four is what specifically would you change in your business if every action and decision you made shifted to much of those successful people that you currently looked up to? Because I know for a fact that there are things that you want out of your business that you're not getting right now, right? I know for a fact that there are things that are, you know, that are in your, well, maybe it's not a right now, maybe it's a pipe dream, right? And I want you to focus on, well, what if I started to see this offer as the nexus, as the, you know, the planet, the sun, right, to my galaxy? How can I create this offer with Elisa over the next, you know, few days? And how can I start to put myself into the vibe of the successful business owner who owns her experience, who knows that with the right process, no matter what I choose to sell, it will be scalable, who knows that no matter what I do, I want to get loud about this. I want to, I want to become like the, you know, I want to say wild woman. I've just started poetry classes, BT dubs. And like, we talk about being wild in our writing. So I think, you know, for me, being loud means just owning who you are. Okay. And yeah, we're going to talk about pricing. Pricing is an emotional one, right? Pricing is something that so many people struggle with. So you're definitely not alone there. Um, so yeah, that's what I want you to focus on over the next few days. And your ultimately your your homework, if you like. I feel like back to the tutoring days. Your homework for this week. <laughs> Love it. Your homework for this week is I want you to turn to page 12. We're doing a little bit of skipping. Your homework is on page 12, is your offer matrix over here. Let me know if you're there. And what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking about your money goal. Because why do we create offers? We create offers so that we can sell them, right? So I want you to start thinking about how much money do I actually want to make? Because if there's one thing, if there's one thing all my clients will tell you is that that's what we talk about. It's like money it's, and figures and sales. Because it's one thing that we as women shy away from specifically. And it's one thing that I was shying away from too, right? I did not look at the money for the longest time. And I feel like that is a tragedy. We are business owners. We are freaking lionesses over here. And we want to own our numbers. So your big, you know, your dream goal is what I want you to put in there. The thing that you don't think is really achievable, but deep down, you know it is. I want you to put your sales goal in there, okay? And I want you to figure out the price of whatever the offer is. So let's say that your sales goal might be 100K and the price is, I don't know, Five grand, right? I want you to figure it out. So your homework for this for for today is to do the journaling questions at the back of the of the um, day one workbook. Do your pricing goal, price your goal for the money, and then I want you to work out how many of your package do you need to sell to make the goal, because this is going to become so clear. I get that it's you know difficult looking at the pricing and looking at what your goals are. But I promise you, the first time that you, you know, start to figure this out, the clearer it will be when we go back next week, right? And look at the offer matrix. Because on Tuesday, what you and I are gonna do live like this is we're gonna go through each and every single box and we're going to make your offer so good that people can't wait to pay you, okay? So in order to do this matrix, I want you to have a little bit of an idea because it's gonna start getting you to think about your offer differently. Let's say that your goal is a million, but you're selling a $17 product, right? That, that puts it into perspective of what is it that I need to sell? And it puts into perspective the strategy that you need to use, right? Your goal might be, I don't know, you might be selling 100K packages. It doesn't particularly matter, but I want you to get clear on what is the sort of price range and what is the goal that you're trying to achieve? Because we cannot talk about offers if you do not know how much money you want to make. I mean, we can, but it, you know, it becomes useless. Because <laughs> you can create the most amazing, incredible offer map, but if you don't know the numbers that you're working with, then what's the point? You're just wasting your time. Because you will never end up selling them, right? So, does that make sense? Can I have some whys in the um, comments? If that makes sense. So to summarize, next time what we're gonna do is we're going to work through 
your offer matrix, okay? Over the last hour or so, I've just shared with you the bath is a strategy. It is literally your map and your goal, right? Once we've mapped the offer, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the bath, bath fizzle. Oh my God. I, I feel like now all of the things. <laughs> Does anyone else when they go live, their tongue goes funky sometimes? Let me know. I'm not the only one. We're going to go through the, the circles again by the end of the series. And we're going to map exactly the steps and the messaging that you need throughout the whole bath fizzle to make yourself not only irresistible, not only magnetic, but to make you confident, you know? So if you've got any questions, now is the time to pop them into the chat. We've got about, I don't know, a few minutes left before we are supposed to sign off. And again, just as a reminder for everyone watching on live or in replay, the offer glow up contest, super easy to do, super easy to enter. I've made them literally the easiest things ever. Please participate. I promise you the offer bundle, I think it's worth something like $200. Like when we, add, when we add up just the tech part, that's sort of how much it is. Plus all of the goodies that I, I'm gonna put in as well, like the digital products. Oh, so good. That's announcement number one. Announcement number two, because you've been here 55 minutes with me, is that I'm gonna do another little contest for all of the people that are gonna introduce themselves in the group, because it's very much like me focused. When I go into the group, it's like me, 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 me. The whole point of this is that we build a tribe, we build a community. The first, like the people who are going to submit, whoever they are, do their intro posts by Sunday night. Okay, so by the end of Sunday, I'm going to put you all in a prize draw. I'm going to do like a little wheel. Okay, and I'm going to, whoever wins is going to get a one-to-one -one session with me because that was the thing that you all wanted. So that's your like announcement number two. Not only can you win a visibility bundle, but you can also win a one-to-one -one with me. Isn't that exciting? I think it's exciting. Get to hang out with more of you. Yes, okay, I'm seeing hearts and I'm seeing loves. If you have questions moving in to day two, which is happening on Tuesday at the same time, then post them in the group. The group is there so that we can network and you know ask the things, ask the do's. And yeah, I'm just so excited. Ah, love it. Okay, I'm seeing a question. I'm seeing a piece of text. I can already see my challenge. My offers have been customized based on where my clients are in their business journey. My processes for delivery are the same, but the pricing is different. Ooh, Karen. Ooh, 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 that is a challenge. So the way that I would think about it is, well, what does the freedom offer look like? Let me just refer on this for a second. So your freedom offer is the thing that is scalable. As in, if you have this offer that you've designed, can you do it in different containers? I will give you an example. So my signature pro product is called the Soulmate Client Accelerator. It's essentially, a, it's a nurture system that we teach in that product, right? It has like processes and business stuff, blah, blah, blah. It's amazing, right? When I first did it, it was a VIP one-to-one. -one, and then I turned it into a program that I did in like a little hub. And now it's essentially scalable because all of the processes are digitized. It's a program in my portal. So. The way that I would look at this and the way that I would look at, well, where is my offer right now, which is why I've included those questions in the workbook, is to ask yourself, well, if I am the type of business owner who has all the freedom, all the success, all the money, all the sexy things that we want, then what does the offer look like then? And come to the next call, come to the next call with that thought, right? Because this is different. You might be the type of person who customizes the, the offer or the delivery to each client, but who are you when you are like fully scaled and sexy and free? Um, okay, and I'm seeing question. Would you mind briefly going through specifically what goes in each box of the sales foundation section on page 12? Don't be sorry, this is a great question. Thank you for asking it. So, of course I can. Anything for you, love. Number one is we're going to put the goal. What is your money goal? So page 12. Here at the first box, what is the money goal that you want to achieve? By the way, in our business, we focus on 90 day chunks. So we don't look at like a yearly goal. We look at 90 days. What can we do in the next three months? 
there's a myriad of different reasons for that that I'm gonna go not going to go into today but that's what I would look at if I were you is like over the next three months so we have October November December how much money do I want to make by the end of the year number one then what is the price what is the ideal price that I want to price my offer so this is how much money I want to make and what is the price of the offer okay and then underneath here you'll see the number. So that means how many of this offer do I need to sell in order to make my money go? Okay? And those are the two boxes that I want to I want you to fill out. I want you to miss the sales frequency one because we're going to talk about the sales frequency next time. Okay? Does that make sense? Let me know in the chat if it does. Put in a why. Or if you're super curious, like the sales frequency is how much, like what's the frequency that you need to sell it at. But I'm gonna go deeper into that on a third call. But in order for you to like really fill out this matrix and make it really easy for yourself, the first two boxes is in what's your money goal and then what's the price. Those are the only two things that you really need, okay? Okay, I'm seeing yeses and I'm hearing, I'm, I live right by a church. It's such a great alarm because it goes beep, beep, beep. Do we have any other questions before I sign off? Because next week we are, again, I'm going live on Tuesday next week, same time. And then on Thursday next week, same time. It's gonna be freaking amazing. I'm gonna get into the offer matrix and it's so sexy. So sexy. Boop, boop, boop. All right, I'm seeing no questions, which means that we are right on time, which never happens. I always teach for forever, like genuinely. <laughs> Like these life calls usually, um, usually spiral, but I feel like that's a really good place to leave it. I have loved hanging out with every single one of you. If you have got any other questions, tag me in the group and I can't wait to see your introductions and who you are and what you do. I will see you inside the group and I will see you all live on Tuesday. For now, have an amazing rest of your week. I'll see you then. Bye loves.